Voyage of the Whipperball. Last time on Voyage of the Whipperball, the Senegalese merchant vessel speeds across the equatorial doldrums. <laughs> the steam motor we stole from the Grand Turk during our last Mediterranean raid has cut this transatlantic journey down to mere days. Eh, hey, Muhammadu? Yes, sir. We sail hard and fast. <laughs> Just the way we men like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we shall be home to Dakar in a day. And in Amsterdam. Gandalob? Yes, Your Grace. Take this down and send it to my idiot son. Dearest Polder, I want you to prove to me that Columbus is getting all his gold and beets and cheesesteaks from Africa. Pop in there if you could. That's an order, Ted. <laughs> what are we going to do? Don't worry, first man. The Whipperfall is fully equipped to fight the battle such as this. But uh, we, we didn't bring any gunners or tacticians. Only cartographers and young apprentices who are busy and proud of Yeah! We have trebuchets aboard the Kutlama, each one loaded with a two-ton stone ruin from the siege of Vienna. Trebuchets? On the ship? Yes! But surely there's a physical law preventing the use of such force aboard ship? There is! What would you know about it? You're a woman! Doctor! Of geography and medicine! And physics! And Canadian literature! The math is quite simple. I should write it down sometime. Where F, say, is equal to the physical force on a body that would be equal to DP, that's momentum over DT, direction, which is equal to D bracket MV over DT. No! Genius! You have to account for gravity to start with, of course. After the payload is released, it'll move on a gravitational parabola, just as if it had come from dry land. The problem is that the ship itself is moving up and down and rocking side to side and back and forth. There are probably nautical terms for these motions. Sure, yeah, yeah. The payload would inherit the boat's own motion because of an object's tendency to keep moving in the direction of the thing that's moved it to begin with. I call that inertia. Good word. So there would be no way to aim it accurately. Unless? Unless it was a big enough ship. A big trebuchet on a small ship with large enough stones would cause everything to sink. And then clearly you're having trouble with buoyancy, aren't you? But on a large and heavy ship, those issues are mitigated. Thus... Thus? Our ship is heavily ballasted with excess Viennese coffee and operas no one came to hear. The physical force of the trebuchets have no sway on the motion of the I can help you, Boulder, but only if you agree to my terms. Become my ally. Let me sail with you to the ends of the earth. Explain the thing with the physical force uh, again. Just say yes, Boulder. Fine, fine, fire your trebuchet. Ready the trebuchets. Fire. Trebuchets on a ship? Ah, but what about the physical laws governing the relationship between a important because it takes several days to reload. We should continue south to Tangier. No, it's safe ground for Columbus. Portuguese territory. 
I always thought he was Italian. We should continue further on to Dakar. What a funny sounding place. <laughs> Where's that? Senegal. Africa. <sighs> you know Tangier is also in Africa. No, that's in Portugal. <laughs> you just said so. No, I didn't. I think you'll find you dead. Does it matter? We shall tie the ships together and tow the Wifferfall for haste. In the meantime, come aboard the Kutlama. Be my guests and enjoy your luxury. The captain never leaves his ship. Yes, he does. No, he doesn't. I'm the captain of my ship. Ah, that's different. We have baths. I don't need a bath. Captain, yes, you do. Bannister! How would you know? Because you're a doctor of baths now, too? Because I'm a woman and I have a nose. Ah. Meanwhile, young Bim Fisser and his young French counterpart, Jérôme Dumel, have been hiding below decks where some strange developments are taking place. We are moving! Yes, fast. Do you think the fighting stopped? Uh, I hope so. I did not think, uh, that is to say, I wanted to fight. Oh, me too. I felt the stirring uh, uh, of my testes. Yes, um, my testes as well became hot with a passion for violence. Remy! Oh. <coughs> I'm, I'm okay. Uh, deal another hand? As well! That is to say... I'm scared too. Now that my testes have uh, shrunk back to regular size. Yes, man are small and cold too. I, I think my, my man friends and I, when we are scared uh, with small testes, uh, hug. We, my men friends and I, will see, hug. So let us hug. Like men. Yeah, yeah, like men. You smell nice. In a manly way. You too. Very rugged and clean. It's because I wash my clothes sometimes. Is that wrong? No, no, uh, me too. I uh, like your scarf. Really? It's not too ordinary? No, 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 not at all. I find it quaint and uh, charming. You could have it. No, no, I couldn't just take it. I, I, we could trade. C come, come, come. Look in my trunks. Yes, please. Oh, MD. It's huge. I pack a lot. Oui, bien sûr. Oh, we could, uh, how you say, um... That. Closing, uh, swan, swat, swap. Ah! Closing, swap. <coughs> I'm okay. By morning, Jérôme Dumer and Bim Fusser were wild with excitement to get in each other's pants. By midday, the crew of the Wifferball, save Yup, who was nominated to stay behind and guard the ship, had ferried over to the Katlama to enjoy the Turkish luxuries, from art and literature to dates and figs and, most important, baths. The baths are through here. They are fully sustainable, using the very steam produced by our engines to heat and purify the skin. As it cools and returns to water, the drains collect it to be reboiled for power. Very clever. <laughs> I wish I could take credit, Sayedati. The men will come through this way, and... We should let uh, Dr. Bannister bath herself first. She is a woman. That's not necessary, Captain. We have a woman's bath amidship. Nonsense. Why would you have a woman's bath? There are no women aboard ship. Oh, but there are. No, there aren't. There goes one now. Ahoy, Captain. Afternoon, Fatima. I'll believe it when I see it. But you just saw it. Her. There. A likely story. book. Dr. Bannister. This way. Thank you, Captain Algedit. Boutros, please. Boutros. But I still feel nervous. I'll need a guard. I can spare two men to stand outside. 
And what of insight? I can spare two women for insight. Uh, that would be indecent. I would require people I know and trust. I shall send Petrush and myself. Uh, I can keep a sharp lookout and Petrush will map the area. <laughs> I would prefer Fisser and that Frenchman, Jerome de Mer. But they're just boys. They're full of the passion of the testish. Still, I trust them implicitly. <laughs> Whatever you say. Later in the women's bath. Ah, this is wonderful. Uh, I'm sure it is, Dr. Bannister. I could stay here all afternoon. I just might, too. As you wish, Dr. Bannister. You know, you boys should join me. You boys could both use a shave. A shave, doctor? I don't know what you mean. Our mustaches are our entire identity. Yes, I'm aware. Look, I know your secret. That we are too young to shave? Your other secret. I don't have any other secrets. Me as well. I'm a man with enormous genitals. Uh, Me too. Mine are as big as a pinnacook rolled up into a lock. Mine's the size of a raccoon. Your women. No. Both of you. Who we are? And in the men's bath. <clears throat> There's nothing quite like a Turkish bath, eh, Boulder? <laughs> I'm, I'm glad your man Burke here is so hairy and muscular. If he was remotely effeminate, we'd all be in trouble. Isn't that right, man? Uh, he's breaking all my old bones! Tell me, Boutrosh. Are all the Grand Turk ships so lavish? Lavish? We passed a casino, a theater, seven bars, and a swimming pool on the way here. Oh, do you not have those things on the Whifferfall? I hadn't noticed. We have a galley and some clocks. <laughs> I'm only teasing. The Whifferfall is a fine vessel. It will serve you well on your journey. This ship is a beast, truth be told. Fast, yes, and powerful, but not maneuverable. And the luxuries are more a distraction than useful. Good for impressing other captains and tourists from Greece. Uh, yes, uh, I suppose. There. Don't you feel better with that ridiculous thing off your face? Yes, Dr. Benister. And you'll feel better too, I imagine. Especially you, Jerome. Your mustache was deeply toxic. Who knew black mold could cause a lasting ague? I knew. But I am a doctor. Uh, but, doctor, would the crew notice our feminine features? Boutros, maybe. But he'll keep the secret, I think. The rest are too stupid to see the noses on their faces. I have had this thought as well. I'm sure we all have. My real name is Rietje. I'm Georgette. And you are? You can call me Dr. Bannister. Do you still have the trail, Mr. The Snout? Mm, yeah. 
they are on their way to uh, the car. The car! An infuriating. That evening, the king's missive arrives back at the Winterbowl. <laughs> and Yap, the only smelly Dutchman remaining, races to the Kutlama to deliver the note. Captain! Captain! Yes, Yap, what is it? A message from the king, sir. Ah, good. Hand it over. <coughs> oh, the cock! You stink! Take one of these Turkish baths. At once, Captain! Whew! Did we all stink that bad? Some of you even worse. Aren't you going to open the letter? Uh, later, uh, the whims of Amsterdam won't make much difference to what happens out here. The song of the sea. The powerful rhythm. The pounding waves. The penetrating salt mists. They don't understand. No. Nor do they understand in Persepolis or Istanbul. Do you really believe we'll find the edge of the earth? The king believes we will. I'm asking you. I believe in the king. Well? He wants me to pop in on Africa. We'll be in Dakar by morning. Just as we expected. I'm glad we met, Botros Al-Jadid. Me as well. Hug me while my skin still glistens with the heat of steam and platonic male touching. Let us hold each other in the bond of new friendship whilst our testes remain engorged. Mm. Next time on Voyage of the Whiffable. Next! Yes, hello, my name is uh, Christopher Columbus. I'm a sea captain and... The D, Christopher Columbus? Uh, uh, yes, I uh, had a uh, small uh, accident, uh, a sinking. I suppose you need a boat. Yes. Fill this in in triplicate and take it to the purser for a stamp. And then file one at the clerk's office and bring the other two back to me. Mm-hmm. Next! A triplicate, uh, all right. And in the wild streets of Dakar, darkest Africa... Joel, this is darkest Africa. I expected it to be dark. Yes, black almost, but it isn't. The sun is shining. Yeah, straight up ahead. I'll burn to death. Oh, <laughs> I have a bomb for your pale skin, Zumbi. Stay back. <laughs> oh, relax, Petrish. Don't mind him, friendly merchant. What other things have you got in trade? Come in out of the bright African heat. I have many wares, both from Africa and the New World. Beads, gold, cheese sticks. Coming, coming, wonders await. Voyage of the Whiffable, Episode 5, A True Testes of Friendship, starred Bill Newton, Cole Howard, Peter New, Caitlin Bairstow, Chris Francisk, Ian Hanlon, Emily Tennant, Kellen Dorval, Brad Swale, Lee Majdouk, and Colin Murdoch. Voyage of the Whiffable was written and directed by Peter New, engineered by Henny Britton, music by Jeff Timischuk, theme music by Peter Allen, produced by Peter New and Henny Britton. Recorded at Azure Studios in Vancouver, B.C. on April 13th, 2019. Find us on Twitter at Wifferval, spelled O-E-V-E-R-W-A-L. And on Facebook at Voyage of the Wifferball. <laughs>